The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain and sat down, and his disciples came to him. Then Jesus began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the dominion of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the, blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the dominion of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad. For your reward is great in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. Today is All Saints Sunday. It's an important day in the life of the church. It is a festival that we recognize every year on November 1st, and usually we end up observing it on the first Sunday of November. Where does All Saints come from? From the earliest days of Christianity, there have always been feasts and festivals and commemorations to remember the martyrs, people who died because of their testimony of faith in Jesus. From the beginning, the earliest days, the church wanted to not lose the memory of those who paved the way and chose death over denouncing their faith. In the olden days, it used to be called All Hallows Day. Hallow being another word for holy, such as when we pray, hallowed be thy name, which is also where the name Halloween comes from. All Hallows Eve, the Eve of All Hallows Day. Now, if you're familiar with the Roman Catholic Church, you may know that they celebrate two separate days. All Saints Day and All Souls Day. In their theology, there is a difference between the two, and people are sorted into one category or the other. All Saints Day is November 1st, and it is for those who are saints, who have achieved perfect salvation and are in heaven, also known as the beatific vision. By the way, beatification is what the Roman Catholic Church calls the process of becoming a saint. When a pope declares that a dead person is in a state of bliss, having achieved that perfect salvation, that leads to canonization and veneration as a saint of the church. Beatification has a connection to the gospel reading that we heard today, which is also known as the Beatitudes. Do you hear the similarity in the words? These teachings are a summary of what Jesus said on the Sermon on the Mount and about what it means to be a disciple. So the idea is that the closer you live according to the Beatitudes, the better chance you have of beatification. After All Saints Day, November 1st, All Souls Day, November 2nd, and it is a day of prayer and remembrance for the faithful departed, 
for those souls who are still in purgatory, those waiting to be perfectly cleansed and atoned for. You'll also remember that the selling of indulgences bought in order to speed up the cleansing process for those in purgatory was one of the primary abuses that Luther targeted in the Protestant Reformation. It's also why Luther posted his 95 theses on the church door on All Hallows' Eve to draw attention to the practices that were connected to All Souls' Day. So, the question I have is this. Why do Lutherans not have All Souls' Day? Why does what we believe about all this stuff differ? And the answer goes back to the New Testament and Paul's letters. When Paul wrote to the different churches, he would often address them in the same way. Romans 1, to all God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints. 1 Corinthians 1, to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints. 2 Corinthians 1, to the church of God that is in Corinth, including all the saints throughout Achaia. Philippians 1, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi. What do you notice? Paul called everyone saints. He addressed everyone at these churches as holy ones. Even the ones in Corinth, who we know if we read the whole letter, had some problems. In other words, according to the New Testament, all believers in Jesus Christ are saints. It's not a term that's reserved for those who have achieved the highest levels of perfection. We are all saints. But it is not by your own doing. You are saints thanks to the death and resurrection of Jesus. It is Jesus who makes you perfect, holy, and complete in the eyes of God, no matter what you do. Once you are clothed in Christ through the waters of baptism, you are a saint. Does that mean that our loved ones who've gone before us are perfect? Does it mean that you're perfect? No. Luther also said, we are simultaneously both sinner and saint. Although we are perfect in Jesus because of who he was and because of what he did, we are still bound to the state of our human nature, sin. We are saintly sinners. We are sinful saints. And because of this, we rest not in our own abilities to achieve the level of saint. Instead, we rest on God's grace. We are all saints by grace, not by anything that we do or accomplish on our own. This is why we don't have a separation between all saints and all souls. This is why we remember all the names of our loved ones, not just the ones that we perceive to be more holy. Today, we remember all those who have gone before us, showing us how to trust in God's grace.
Frederick Buechner said, They live on, those giants of our childhood. They manage to even take death in their stride. Death may take them, but it can never take our relationship with them. However else, they still live on. They still live on in us. Memory is more than looking back to a time gone by. It is looking into another kind of time altogether. A time where everything that was continues to be and grows and changes with the life that is in us. The people we loved and who loved us for good or for ill taught us things. Dead though they may be, as we come to understand them in new ways, it is though they come to understand us and we come to understand ourselves in new ways too. If they had things to say to us then, they have things to say to us now, as we have to them. And the things now spoken may not be what they once were. Thanks be to God for the grace that is making all of us into saints. Amen.